minute that I came to St. Matthew's, I felt the sincerity of the congregation. Our life has changed in such a good way since being here, and that may sound cliche, um, but it truly has. You meet people every Sunday when you come, it's always somebody new coming in. St. Matthew's to me is a place of refuge. Coming to church has always felt safe. It's like definitely a, a place where I feel comfortable. I was led to the church because I, I felt like he was speaking to me. For me, it's definitely a place of love. And um, it's truly some great people in this church that really just want to, that really have like a heart for God and really just want to like just serve. The Holy Spirit has a way of, of sending a, a word to answer some of the questions that you might have. I've seen the impact that it not only had on my family, St. Matthew's, but also that it has in our community. I tell people, because they're seeing the difference in me, and they're saying, what, what are you doing? I'm like, me and my husband, we going to church. What church do you go to? And I say, St. Matthew's in Williamstown. And like, I'm so proud to say that I go there because it changed my life. It's home. It's It's home.
the minute that I came to St. Matthew's, I felt the sincerity of the congregation. Our life has changed in such a good way since being here, and that may sound cliche, um, but it truly has. We meet people every Sunday when you come, it's always somebody new coming in. St. Matthew's to me is a place of refuge. Coming to church has always felt safe. It's like definitely a Father, we are here this morning to lift the name of Jesus in praise and worship this morning, Lord. We thank you because you have given us the knowledge of you, and that alone is a blessing that we know who Jesus is. We thank God that we are in a house of the Lord where we are not ashamed of the name of Jesus Christ. Lord, we thank you for that name, Lord. We thank you for what that name means. The salvation, Lord, the shedding of blood, the remission of sins, Lord, we thank you for the name Jesus this morning, Lord. We thank you for saving us, keeping us, Lord, and we thank you for touching, healing, and delivering, Lord. We just ask that this morning that you touch someone who's discouraged this morning, Lord. So, someone who may be down, who may be struggling, Lord. Let them realize, help them remember, Lord, that we are yet called, Lord. We yet have the victory. Even in the midst of a storm, Lord, we still have the victory. We celebrate in advance, Lord, for what you are doing, Lord. Lord, we also want you to touch someone who may not be in the ark of safety, Lord. Someone who may be in need of salvation this morning, Lord. Touch them, Lord, so that they may no longer be able to resist. Reveal yourself to them, Lord, so they may know you in the pardon of their sins, Lord. You and your glory, Lord. You and your righteousness this morning, Lord. Touch our pastor continue to give him the vision, Lord. Continue to strengthen him, Lord. We thank you for his leadership this morning, Lord. Lord, make us better servants, Lord, and we will be so ever careful to give you all the praise, glory, and honor in Jesus' name we pray this morning. Amen. 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 Hallelujah. We're going to lift him up this morning. Amen. How to reach the masses, men of every birth. For an answer, Jesus gave the key, said, if I be lifted up, I'll draw all men unto me. Amen? Come on, let's sing it right here. Give him the high. Give him the high.
Yeah. Yeah. We lifted him up this morning. Amen. Amen. Because he is so worthy of all the praise, glory, and honor this morning. Amen. My God. Say holy, holy, holy. Praise him, hey, 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 praise him and lift him up. Come on and lift the name of Jesus. Hey, hey, hey. It's all his name forever. Come on, 
worthy. Amen. 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 Exalt the name of Jesus. Worthy. Worthy. Worthy is the lamb that was slain. Jesus is King of Kings, and He's Lord of Lords. He's the potentate of paradise. He's the Alpha, and He's the Omega. He's the beginning, and He's the ending. He's Jehovah Rapha. He's Jehovah M. Kadesh. He's Jehovah Saint Canute. He's El Shaddai. El Eliyah. Jehovah Jireh. Won't he provide? Won't he provide? He's worthy. Jesus is worthy to be praised. Let's give him a hand clap on this stewardship Sunday. Come on. Hallelujah. Bless his name. If it had not been for the Lord who was on our side, where would we be? He's awesome. He's Yahweh. He began it all. He's going to end it all. And we know that all things are working together for the good. For them who love the Lord, and them who are called according to his purposes. Praise his name. He is the preeminence. He is the power. He is the person of God. Worthy! 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 We're here to worship. We're here to lift him up. We're here to say thank you. We're here to magnify him. We're here to glorify him. This is not about you or me. This is about him. Now unto him who's able. In the able. In the able. In the able. He's able. He's worthy. Hallelujah. There's only one name given among men under heaven whereby we must be saved. And that's the name of Jesus. Can I get a witness? I said Jesus. I said Jesus. I said Jesus. He's worthy. You may be seated. Ministers, come on up. Have our two scriptures in prayer, church, say amen. Our first scripture shall be found in Haggai, the first chapter, verse 2. to 12. 
Amen. Thus speaketh the Lord of hosts, saying, This people say, The time is not come. It's time that the Lord's house should be built. Then came the word of the Lord by Haggai, the prophet, saying, Is it time for you, O ye, to dwell in your select houses and this house lie waste? Now, therefore, thus saith the Lord of hosts, Consider your ways. You have sown much. And bring in little. Ye eat, but ye have not enough. Ye drink, but ye are not filled with drink. Ye clothe you, but there is none warm. And he that earneth wages, earneth wages to put it into a bag with holes. Thus says the Lord of hosts, consider your wages. Go up to the mountain and bring wood and build the house and I will take pleasure in it and I will be glorified, saith the Lord. Ye look for much and lo, it came to little. And when ye brought it home, I did blow upon it. Why? Saith the Lord of hosts, because of mine house that is waste, and ye run every man unto his own house. Therefore, the heaven over you is stayed from dew, and the earth is stayed from her fruit. And I called for a drought upon the land, and upon the mountains, and upon the corn, and upon the new wine, and upon the oil, and upon that which the ground bringeth forth, and upon men, and upon cattle, and upon all the labor of the family. Hallelujah. Our next scripture is found in 1 Corinthians 16, verse 1 and 2. 1 Corinthians chapter 16, verse 1 and 2. <clears throat> if you have it, say amen. amen. Verse 1. Now concerning the collection for the saints, as I have given order to the churches of Galatia, even so do ye. Upon the first day of the week, let every one of you lay by him in store as God has prospered him, that there be no gathering when I come. May the Lord add a blessing to the reading and the hearing of his word. Let us pray. Father in heaven, we come to you this morning first to rejoice and thank you. Thank you for our salvation. Thank you for this great nation we live in, for the freedoms that we enjoy, Father. But, Father, we confess that we have fallen short. We have sinned and fallen short of you, Father, because we're not perfect, and we need a Savior, and that Savior is the Lord Jesus Christ. 
And Father, I just pray for this congregation. I pray for everyone here, Lord, that those that don't know Jesus Christ and the parting of their sins, that today would be the day they would call upon him for salvation. For there's no other name under heaven whereby you must be saved. That's the name of Jesus. Father, we pray for our great nation. We just ask, Lord, we need healing in this nation. There's so much hatred, divisiveness. Father, we need unity, Father. We do need unity in this country. This world needs unity. This world needs Jesus Christ. We thank you for your word, because without your word, we too would be lost. We would know nothing about you, Father, without your word. We just cannot think in our mind that God is such and such. Your word tells us who you are. You are perfect, and we thank you for that. And Father, we thank you for our pastor. We thank you for this church, for this congregation. We just ask that the message you have given him would go out and do what you have have required it to do, Father, that those who need to come to Jesus would be convicted this day. And we thank you in Jesus' precious name. Amen.
Let's stand and get the Lord a hand clap. This is our stewardship Sunday. Praise the name of Jesus. And God loves a cheerful, hilarious giver. Praise the name of Jesus. You may be seated. We greet you in the name that is above every name. And I mean every name. That at the name of Jesus, every knee shall bow. Now, let me begin with uh, Thursday morning, 5 o'clock. I was heartbroken. Uh, my great friend, Reverend Green, went home to be with the Lord. It was all over Facebook. Uh, I talked to his wife and prayed with her twice. He lives in Delaware. According to her, he saw his 89th birthday. And he went home to be with the Lord in peace. Now let me, let me elaborate. He's been with me 30 years. He was faithful. Faithful. Very, very, very faithful. Not, not political. Faithful. He was loyal. He was funny. Yeah, he had a story for everything. Uh, he was a facilitator to this ministry. And I'm going missing. In fact, I was up half the night just shaking my head. He's graduated to glory. Praise his name. Great, great, great man, and uh, praying with his wife and all his sons and daughters. Grandkids were there, said he left us in peace. And the uh, institution, the, the place that he was staying, he would go around and just pray with people. And remind them of the goodness of Jesus. Now, no arrangements have been settled upon. I will let you know. I do know he lives in Delaware. And they wanted him to have a military-type funeral. And so they're making arrangements down there on the um, 29th. I'll say more about that. Uh, and then they want to do a memorial here and stream it. So we'll be saying more about that. Nothing is final yet. I will be in touch with his lovely wife, and we'll let you know. Amen? And uh, thank God for that Marine. He was a great, 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 great person. Great, great person. Great, great, great person. And so many accolades that I could talk about. 
Some people speak out of both sides of their mouth. They do. They do. Some are political. They want to say the right thing in front of you. And uh, when you meet somebody that's loyal and faithful and sticks with you through thick and thin, in spite of what everybody else is doing. He used to tell me, the Lord sent me to St. Matthew's to be with you. I'll never forget that. Great, great man. And uh, I'm going to miss him. We go on trips. He out walk everybody. <laughs> and uh, just, just a great, great, gentle, kind man. And we're going to miss him. So I'll be saying more about that, praise God. But this is our Stewardship Sunday. Praise the Lord. Thank God. When you come to church, you ought to have something in your head, something in your heart, and something in your hand. Amen? And we thank the Lord from whom all blessings flow. And I'm just grateful to the Lord for all of you. I want to thank God. One of our members gave one of our ushers a check this morning for $1,000. And I thank God we have, we have received thousands of dollars from different people. And uh, just whatever the Lord, uh, you know, we asked for 250 and praise God that uh, hey, y'all can do it with them $1,000 phones. You can, you can do it. You can do it. God is good, and uh, I'm a tither, so don't get jealous at me. I've been tithing for over 40 years, and I give more than 10%, praise God, because I believe God's word. Can I get a witness? I believe God's word. It's, It's not even a thought, and I raised my kids to tithe, so they would be blessed. If I give you a dollar, take that first 10 cent and give it back to the Lord. Amen. All right, you're getting quiet. It's all right. Praise the name of Jesus. And, uh, but we thank God from whom all blessings flow and truly God. I got a great doctor's report. I ask you to pray for me. Praise the Lord. Uh, all is well. All is well. All is well. God is good. I want you to continue to pray for Dr. Monroe and for her son Nathan and her lovely husband. Homegoing is tomorrow, Monday, and he was saved. He was saved. Young man was saved. He's in glory. Amen. 30 years old. He's in glory with the Lord. And I want you to take heed. Take heed. Make sure your soul is at peace with God. Amen? And so we want to thank God from whom all blessings flow. Now, uh, we're not going to do anything. We're not going to march around the church. Uh, We don't want the ushers shaking their hips and all that. We we just, if you want to shake something, shake that pocketbook. Amen? (laughs) Praise the Lord. God is good. And uh, how many bought your offering this morning? Come on, come on. I know some of you gave it already. 
And uh, we praise the Lord again for whom all blessings flow. And just put it in the offering plate. And um, we'll separate them. And on the back of the pew, there's purple envelopes that you may gather and put in your offering. Whatever the Lord places on your heart. Amen. I got mine in my pocket. And uh, praise God. Uh, where much is given, much is required. And God is faithful. He's faithful. He's faithful. He's faithful. Praise God. And I want to thank God for all of you. And uh, thank God for our lovely choir. They sound good this morning. Thank you. They look good. Praise Jesus. And uh, whatever you're going through, stop Paul's park. Be still. And know that I am God. There's a principle in scripture when it comes to God's covenantal people. He always sends deliverance before the difficulty. So when God tells you to wait, you're waiting on victory. Can I get a witness? The battle has already been fought and the victory is already won. Can I get a witness? The Lord is good. He's a stronghold in the time of trouble. And he knoweth them that trust in him. Trust in the Lord with all thine heart and lean not to thine own understanding. In all thy ways acknowledge him and he shall direct thy paths. Isn't that in the word? Isn't that in the word? Praise his name. Jesus is worthy to be praised. He may not always move to think the way you think he ought to move, but he moves. Told a man in John chapter 9, do you want to see? And the man said, yes, Lord. And that's a rhetorical question. The man was blind from birth. He said, do you want to see? He said, yes, Lord. He said, okay. Jesus stooped down and put some spittle and some clay and put it on his eyes. Now, wait a minute. And when he put the spittle on his eyes, he said, now go. Go to the pool of Siloam and wash and you'll come away seeing. God always leaves human effort to our healing. Can I get a witness? And that human effort is us believing him, obeying him, being strong in him. Can I get a witness? Truly God is an awesome God. And I want to echo what Brother Arnold said. Pray for this wicked nation. It's wicked. You call it what you want. It's wicked. And God is going to straighten everything out. Can I get a witness? And uh, so we are praying that God would move mightily in our midst. There's two things that this world will not do that the word of God demands. Love your enemies as yourself and give to the poor. Two things that's all through the word. And we stub our nose up at them. We have a responsibility 
to care for the careless, to love the wounded, to help the person that can't help themselves or won't help themselves. Who are you to judge? But for the grace of God, there goes I. Praise his name. So I'm going to ask our choir to come give us a song. We're going to take this collection and praise God. Uh, truly, if you don't have anything this morning, bring it next week or the week after that, but bring it so that you may be blessed. Can I get a witness? It's only a test. It's only a test. It's only a test. Choir.
Hallelujah, 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 hallelujah. Old folk, you say hallelujah anyhow. Can I get a witness? Praise the name of Jesus. We um, celebrate our communion today. We thank the Lord for all of you. Truly God is an awesome, awesome God. And we're praying for every family in this church. We had a great leadership meeting last week. It was one of the best. And beginning November 6th, we're going to do what we call one-stop shopping. All classes will be from 9 to 9.45. And I don't want to enumerate all the classes. Downstairs, up here, and then at 9.45, we will enter into our praise and worship. And then our worship is at 10 to 11.30. The youth and the children will be in the gym. We'll be saying more about that, but they will uh, be fed the word of God to give teachers the opportunity to come and be in worship. So we are really, really elated with the vision and the plan for the church. Amen? Amen. Truly God is an awesome, awesome God. Turn to your neighbor and say, one-stop shopping. You can get everything from 10 from 9 to 1130. Praise the name of Jesus. So we thank God. Now it's offering time. And God loves a cheerful giver. Could have fooled me. Can't be God given no matter how hard you try. Stand on your feet. This is special. This is special. This is our stewardship. And we praise the name of Jesus. Now, I didn't ask y'all to come up here yet. No, no, don't go back. I don't fool with people that wasn't in the military. They, they don't know how to follow instructions. Look, so here's the deal. In the baskets go your tithes for this week, your stewardship, and anything else the Lord puts on your heart. Amen? Amen. And then we're going to get the Lord a hand clap for his goodness, mercy, and grace. Amen? All right. Go on. Collect. Choir, you can sing. Church, say amen. Did you collect already? Oh, praise the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. All right. Let's stay on our feet. All things... Ministers, did you guys give already? Because you know you got to pay to sit high.
nation and glory. Father, we thank you for the Lordship of Jesus Christ. It is by him that we live, move, and have our being. And if it and if it had not been for the Lord who was on our side, where would we be? Bless your word, bless your communion, convict, convince, if need be convert. In Jesus' miraculous, exalted, uplifted name. Amen. Amen. What a mighty God we serve. What a mighty God we serve. What a mighty God we serve. Pastor loves and appreciate all of you. Thank you for your participation in prayers, your presence. Thank you for all you do to exalt our Christ. My text this morning is 2 Corinthians chapter 8 and 9 and I'll be homing on verse 7. 2 Corinthians 8 and 9. The grace, God's grace of giving, God's grace of giving. God's grace of giving is coupled with our commitment our guidance our gifts and his glory In giving to such a gracious God, we are connected with his causes. In giving, we are, amen, counseled. To his communion 
in giving. We are reflecting the character of Christ. And we give according to the will of God, the word of God, the work of God, and the worship of God. All of these are connections. And there are some principles that we need to be aware of. Psalm 14, the earth is the Lord's and the fullness thereof and all that dwells therein. Meaning God owns everything. He owns everything. And God does not need your money. Because he said, if I were thirsty, I wouldn't ask you. He owns it. Everything belongs to him. And there's a passion with the principle where your treasure is, there's your heart also. When we begin to look at what's connected to gracious giving, not only the principles, the power and the promises, but the privileges. Mm. And so often people don't understand and some don't want to understand what the word is saying. Amen. That uh, he deals with these premises for gracious giving. And one of the purposes that's outlined in 2 Corinthians chapter 8, and I'll get to that in a minute, Paul says, as you have excelled in all things, and he mentions your faith. Spiritual people are always concerned about their faith, your faith, your speech, your knowledge, your diligence, and your love. Paul says, you and I need to keep this grace also. You're given. It is equal with the other graces. And there's a precedent that I want to, certain scriptures in the New Testament where God compliments believers. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. That in Revelation 2, the church at Smyrna, there were only two of the seven churches that God complimented, Smyrna and Philadelphia. 
And he complimented Smyrna, listen to this, for their suffering in his service. Sometimes service to the Lord is going to cause you to suffer. Antipas was martyred, and God complimented Smyrna. And then God complimented Philadelphia in chapter 3, and he said, I have set an open door. The word Philadelphia is brotherly love. He said, because you have loved and liberated other people. Therefore, I have left the door open for your blessings. My God. Here in 2 Corinthians 8 and 9, and of course, 2 Corinthians is the manual of ministry. We understand that. Paul gets into the subject of giving. Giving, 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 giving. And uh, it's here that he compliments these Macedonians. Now, he complimented the, the, the people at Thessalonica for their uh, faith and their labor of love and their steadfast of hope. But here, he's complimenting these Macedonians because, listen to Pastor, in their poverty, they gave. In their problems, they gave. In their pain, they gave. Lord have mercy. And these Macedonians were people who never had to be begged to give. They gave of themselves. They gave out of their abundance. They gave with joy. They gave when they were overwhelmed by afflictions. They gave. And so Paul deals with this presence of giving. The first mistake we make is thinking that our money is ours. God has entrusted to you. And there's a premise and there is a promise. There's a process. There's a percentage. Yeah. And God, in Galatians chapter 6, as well as in these scriptures, God lays out a priority that given ought to come as an act of love. Yeah. If you say you love your husband, your wife, your children, we show acts of kindness and we give. Amen. That, uh, Paul sets out in this area to these Macedonians about their giving. God's will, his work, his way, his worship, all of that is coupled with our giving. And God is not asking you for what you don't have. God is asking you for what you do have. And that's why a tenth from the Old Testament was a reasonable percentage for everybody. 
So if you have $100, God's asking for the first $10. First fruits. Got a thousand, the first hundred dollars. You got a dollar, the first ten cents. God says, Trust me with that percentage, and what I'll bring back is greater than what you gave. Lord have mercy. I don't know of a tither who wants for anything. When something comes up, God takes care of it. Even your children, your grandchildren. There are, there are blessings for the tither. Yeah. And it's in this context that uh, the Apostle Paul, he not only lays out purpose and passion Amen. Even the percentage and the payback. But Paul hones in on the magnitude of biblical-based giving. Biblical-based giving. As I said, I've been tithing over 40 years, and I'm a witness. I'm a witness. God blesses the tither. Yeah, that uh, this grace also, your house, your marriage, ministry to your children, ministry to the church, and the ministry of your money. Check out how someone handles their money and it spells what level of spirituality they are. We uh, find out that uh, God doesn't want the leftovers. God wants to be first in our lives. And in this, we see a surrender, a support. We see a submissiveness to the will, way, and word of Almighty God. Now, if I'm up here preaching on suffering, screaming in the middle of the night, promising you that you're going to be delivered, we shout. When I start talking about that which you think is yours, we're quiet. And, and, and so one of the things that, and I'm not only talking about giving money, I'm talking about giving love. Given kindness, given consideration. Can I get a witness? And when I say that this nation is wicked, it's because there is no love. There is no consideration. Yeah. We just as cold hearted as we can be. Angry, prideful, stubborn. And none of that reflects the spirit of God. God loves a cheerful giver. Cheerful. Hilarious. Glad to do it. Glad to help you. Glad to come alongside of you. Glad to supply what you need. 
Can I get a witness? That's the person that's blessed and will be blessed forever. And, and, and so one of the things that we see here in 2 Corinthians 8 and 9 is that Paul, Paul kind of lays out about this church at Macedonia. He compliments them for their magnanimous giving. Magnanimous giving. And that this grace of giving has to be submitted to the will of God. Submitted to the will of God. What do you mean by that? Well, the Bible says in Luke 638, it says, give. Now, wait a minute. Don't go too fast. Because that word give is an order. Give and it shall be given back to you. How, God? Press down. God is going to compile it. And running over, God's going to make it continuous. Yeah. Press down and running over. Given, it'll be given back to you. Press down and running over. You and I cannot be God-given, no matter how hard we try. Hmm. We are we are submitted to his will and we are submitted to his word. Give. And it will be given back to you. My Lord. That God makes these promises. Hallelujah. He that soweth sparingly will also reap sparingly. And he that soweth bountifully, that means you don't want to do it, shall reap bountifully. Not reluctantly, not a necessity, not somebody beating you down. For God loves a cheerful giver. Now, let me stop pausing part because when you get to Malachi, you'll find out that your seed is blessed because you're willing to tithe to God. My children are blessed because their mother and father tithe to God. My children are blessed because I serve God. My children are blessed because I sacrifice to God. That all giving is systematic, sacrificial, and in support of God. Lord, have mercy. Thank you, Jesus. In support of God. That when we are submissive to the will of God, we understand that I need to sow, plant my seed sparingly. Whole lot of it. Not bountifully. I need to sow my seed sparingly. Lord have mercy. 
And, and, then, and, then, and then he goes on to say, for God loves a cheerful giver. Lord have mercy. I know we've all had episodes where people on the streets or in our families, they want money, some of them want drugs, and you don't want to give money for drugs, so you will uh, buy them food or pay a bill or whatever you do. That's fine. That's giving. And you, and, you, and you give with wisdom. Can I get a witness? Years ago, I was on Willard Avenue in West Philly, and this young man was sitting out in front of McDonald's, and he said, I'm hungry. Can you spare something? I said, yeah, I'll spare. I went and got him a whole bag of cheeseburgers and some fries. And I came back out, and he, he was irked. <laughs> so I took my bag and kept going. I'm not giving you money so you can get high. You said you were hungry. I'm getting ready to feed you. Can I get a witness? If they slurring when they ask for the money, don't give them the money. That is, child of God, when we begin to look at our surrender to God. We're surrendering to the will of God. God says, give, 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 and it will be given back to you. What God didn't tell you is when it's coming. It's on its way. He cannot lie. Whatsoever man soweth, Galatians 6, that shall he also reap. Can I get a witness? I dare you to surrender or be submissive to the will of God in your giving. The minute you, people say, well, is, is it, uh, should I tithe from the gross or the net? If you want a gross blessing, tithe from the gross. You want a net blessing, tithe from the net. But the minute you get your check or your direct deposit, you think of God first. What God has promised is that once you are obedient by faith to take care of his word, everything else will be added unto you. Do I have a witness? Everything else. Everything else. Think about all the things we buy, we purchase, we spend money on, and forget about God. Think. Here's a new app. Here's a new uh, something new I saw in the window I want to get. You don't struggle with that. You really don't. How many people have you He just helped. Well, I'm, I'm kind of low on food. Okay, baby, I'm going to buy you some. I can't seem to pay this bill. Okay, I'm going to help you. Do I have a witness? This church in uh, uh, Macedonia, they, they were surrendered to the will of God. Give 
and it shall be given back to you. Now, you can't just give money and treat your wife like a slave. Yeah, somebody need to preach it. You can't just disrespect your husband, put your kids before your mate. Let me enumerate. Notice only men telling me to preach. Can't do that. You can't celebrate your tithing record but not talk about your temperament your anger your unforgiveness yeah all of it is us Lord have mercy being submissive to almighty God do I have a witness? They were submissive to the will of God, but they were submissive and they, they supported the work of God. Mm. Paul was taken from one church, giving it to another because they had need of sustenance. Well, what is the word of God? Let me stop pausing part. We, we got three rules that had to be fixed, almost totaling $160,000. We've been in this building almost 30 years. Then the east door starts leaking. It's another 64,000. <laughs> Upkeep on buses and vans. Lights were burning out, causing us to spend 15,000 a month on electricity. So we got LED, which uses less electricity and lasts longer. Can I get a witness? Toilets are breaking down. Got to pay staff, got maintenance people to clean and to keep the place, amen, uh, presentable. So when you come here on Sunday, you know, all things are in order. Staff over ministry and ministry, all that's money. All that's money. That's, that's support for God's house. And that's what God told Haggai. You are living... In paneled houses, and my house is torn down. So I blew on your money, and you got holes in your pockets. Here's what happens when you don't give God what belongs to him. God allows other stuff to break out. So the money that you didn't give him, now your roof needs to be fixed. Your car broke down. Your son is locked up. You need bail money. Oh, I'm preaching up in this place. God allows other stuff to break out to take back the money you didn't give him. Oh, I'm going to preach, baby. Now, let me stop pausing, because I, I have spent money on foolishness. I'm seven years in the military, setting the bar up. Lord, have mercy. Go on, give him a drink. Gambling. That's it. (laughs) (laughs) (sighs) 
I learned Italian on the streets. First thing I learned was Quanta Costa. <laughs> yeah. Blowing money. I went through $6,000 in a month. Just partying. If I had all that money back I blew in the world, I'd be rich. And I'm going to come to church and put a dollar in the envelope and that dollar ought to jump out of the envelope and say you a liar from the pit we get what we want to have some of you done bought new homes, you got new cars, you got new this, you got new that. And all that's fine as long as God gets his. Can I get a witness? We surrender to the will of God. We support the work of God. Bring all of your tithes into the storehouse. Malachi 3. that we have, may have food to eat. In that same text, you go home and read it, it talks about your seed. Your seed won't want for anything. And I'm discovering God takes care of my three children when I don't even know about it. When they get in trouble, he's there. When they have a need, he's there. Lord, have mercy. Somebody pray for me. Hand me on their mind, took the time to pray for me. I remember them days going to Sunday school. Man, my mom, she reaching her little pocketbook and here, here's a quarter, put it in, put it in. Here, here, look, here's a quarter, put, put 10 cent in Sunday school, put the other 15 cent in church. And I was buying my Mary James. Lord, have mercy. Thank you, Jesus. And when I put money in the plate in church, I was being taught how to give God. Lord, have mercy. Thank you, Jesus. The work, the work, the work, the work, the work, the work of God. Now, you got these ignoramuses, like in New York, he in the pulpit with $50 million and jewelry. And see, see, Satan does that to discourage God's people from being obedient. Can I get a witness? You, you got these pretentious preachers. All they in for it is the money. Yeah, somebody needs to somebody need to preach it. You understand? And 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 a work, and a workman is definitely worthy of his hire. That's not what I'm arguing, but I'm saying there's work, there's there's things that your money goes to to keep the ministry moving. Do I have a witness? 
And you're not giving to pastor, you're giving to St. Matt, you're giving to the Lord. And, 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 and once you give to the Lord, it's the Lord's responsibility to get back to you. And there ought to be accountability for funds. And in this church it is. You come to church meeting, you hear where every dime went. And if I ever find anybody stealing from the Lord, I'm taking them out of here. Y'all knew that. I, I told a congregation years ago, if I don't steal, you ain't stealing. If my zipper is up, your zipper is up. Uh-oh, uh-oh. It's tight. You know why? Because God loves an obedient son and daughter. And I know that if my hands is to this plow and I finish strong and I keep God's will and his work and his word, God's going to bless me. Can I get a witness? God's going to come through. Hallelujah. He deals with the surrender to his will. He deals with the support for his work. His work. His work. His work. How much are you doing towards my work? The work of evangelism. The work of building one another up. The work of encouragement. The work of prayer, the work of praise. Do I have a witness? God, God is faithful. As we give, as this church of Macedonia did, they gave above their means. They gave out of the abundance of joy. Do I have a witness? They gave. They gave. I don't remember going one day without a meal. I don't, I, don't, I don't remember it. I don't remember it. Now, we had eight people in our family, six kids. And on Sunday, it was, uh, every day was a different meal. Tuesday was spaghetti. Friday was fish. Saturday was burgers and hot dogs and beans. Sunday was chicken, potato salad, and greens. That was the highlight, Doc. And with eight people in the family, you might get two pieces of chicken. How many of you know what I'm talking about? They throw that chicken in that lard. There wasn't nobody talking about cholesterol. You can smell that stuff down the street, Doc. Do I have a witness? Thank you, Jesus. Good old days. Llama beans. Black eyed peas. Cow peas. Neck bones. Salama legum to you too.
pork and beans. Spam. Processed milk, processed cheese. Oh, y'all getting quiet now. Thank you, Jesus. Lord's good, ain't he? Mm. Thank you, Jesus. Our parents and grandparents were committed first to the Lord. Committed. Ain't nobody in my house stay home on Sunday. I know, I know, I know I'm going back. I know I'm going back. Ain't nobody stay home on Sunday. Our house was clear. Can I get a witness? Thank you, Lord. There is a submissiveness to the will of God. I want to be in God's way. Mm. I know there are married couples, they go back and forth about tithing. One, one says, yeah, we all tithe. They say, I don't know. And you shouldn't have married them. <laughs> that was a question you forgot to ask. Because that decision means your household is in disarray. Can I get a witness? Oh, it's tight. Thank you, Jesus. And when God tells me to give something, I give it. I don't go back and forth about this or that. I just go on and give it. Lord, what is it? And I go on. I've given, I got my offering. It's beyond 250. God bless you. None of your business. But I, I, I make sure that God is pleased with what I give. I got to give kindness. I got to give love. I got to give faith, knowledge, speech, and all that. Give also this grace. This grace, this grace, this grace, this grace of And then finally, there is a surrender, not to the will and work, but to the worship of God. Giving is part of worship. Everybody in Exodus 25 to 30 had to give towards that tabernacle. Yeah. Give! Mary and Joseph was poor. They had to get on a donkey in the wintertime and go register and pay their taxes. Turtle doves and pigeons. That's all they had. God honored their gifts. Can I get a witness? That, that, that when the Bible says on this stewardship Sunday that you ought to give and it will be given back to you. you sow sparingly, you'll reap sparingly. He's not only talking about money. Maybe you're giving help to your parents are too old to take care of themselves. That's a gift. Do I have a witness? Maybe, maybe you are allowing your parents to stay with you at an old age because they don't have the means to take care of themselves. Maybe you let a daughter and a son back in because 
they're experiencing hard times. All that is support. It's a gift. You don't know what tomorrow brings. You might have a pot on the corner. Can I get a witness? You can't ever get uppity about what you have and what you don't have. You got to bless God while it is day. We got to pay musicians. We got to pay, Lord have mercy, staff. We got to, we got to, you know, it's a whole lot of things I, I've asked even for the CDC. A break-even point through analysis, financial analysis, a profit margin. We started out with eight to ten kids. We got 60-something kids in our superior star daycare. Can I get a witness? The Lord is blessing us. But everything takes money to run. Bring your tides in. For Christ who was rich became poor. That we might be rich. Do I have a witness? Jesus gave his all. That we may be saved. God loves a cheerful giver. I shared this testimony. Some of you heard it before. Years ago, probably 30-something years ago, I, I maybe 40, I had my own house, came out the military, got saved, going to Bible study, and I used to stay there and just listen to family radio all night, take notes, and they had a call-in program. When you were in trouble, you called in and asked for prayer. And one night I decided to call in. I called in family radio, and this elderly woman, a white woman, she said, how can I help you, my son? I said, can you please pray that the Lord would help me out with my bills? In less than three seconds, she said, can I ask you a question? I said, yes, ma'am. She said, are you a tither? And I said, no, ma'am. She said, that's your problem. She said, my God is faithful. He's faithful. So I start tithing. I start tithing. I start tithing and then the mailman came by and I seen this envelope from the government. And the envelope said, we made a mistake on your past taxes. And in close is $6,000 and I didn't, I didn't, I didn't, I didn't go into no great stream thinking about where I knew where it came from. The minute I did right, God did right. The minute I gave, God gave back. Bring all your tithes into the storehouse that there may be enough meat to eat and your seeds will be blessed. Do I have a witness? I dare you to tithe. I dare you to give an hilarious giver, to be a grateful giver, to be a gracious giver. Can I get a witness? I dare you to give God what belongs to him.
Thank you, Jesus. He may not come when you want him, but he's right on time. Can I get a witness? What are you withholding that belongs to him? To help your friends. You ought to support the church. Can I get a witness? Support the will, the work, and the worship. I dare you to stop Paul's part. You know why some of us don't have no peace? Because we're full of hell. The peace through Christ is guidance and it brings glory to his name. Gracious giving. Gracious giving. We never have it to spare. Put God first. Gracious giving. God will reward it. God will remember it. God will bless it. God will sanctify it. God will multiply it. Won't he do it, saints? I dare you to trust Jesus. Where your treasure is, where your heart is. Mm. Excel in this grace also. I dare you. And God will pour down on your home, on your household, on your family, blessings they can't receive. Do I have a witness? I'm benefiting from my grandmother. I'm benefiting from my mother. I'm benefiting from my father. My kids are benefiting from me. Can I get a witness? Thank you, Jesus. He's worthy to be praised. On this Stewardship Sunday, we want to thank you for submitting to his will, supporting his work, and surrendering his worship. Thank you, Jesus. Like the church at Macedonia, you gave beyond your being, your means. In the abundance of joy, even though you were going through suffering, you submitted to the Lord's will. Will a man rob God? And the answer is yes. You rob me in tithes and offerings. I dare you to give God what belongs to him. Not only your money, but your sanctification. Your mind, your heart, your will, your walk, your wisdom. Give it to God. And God will bless you. Won't he bless you? Won't he bless you? I've never seen the righteous forsaken nor a seed begging bread. Never. The Lord is cheerful in giving us, blessing us, keeping us, guiding us, directing us. And on this stewardship, make a decision that from here on out, you're going to put God first. And watch God put you first. Watch God bless your home. Watch God bless your future. Watch God bless your faith. 
Watch God bless your knowledge and your speech and your diligence. Watch God bless your children and grandchildren for your sake. Hallelujah. Praise his name. Stewardship. God loves a cheerful giver. Let's stay on our feet this morning. I really didn't expect too many amens. When you pass the 35 years, you know what they're going to shout about. If I was talking about the lottery, we'd we be running all around the church. As every head is bowed, every eyes closed. If you're here this morning, you want to be saved. Jesus wants to save you so you don't go to hell. You must be born again. Believing that Jesus is the Son of God and God the Son. He died for your sins. He was buried. 1 Corinthians 15, 1 to 5. And he rose with all power in his hands. If you want to be saved, raise your hand. Is there one? Is there one? If you're not sure if you're saved, is there one? Or you want to rededicate your life to Christ, raise your hand. Is there one? Love to have you. Love to have you. Father, in the name of Jesus, thank you for your word your will, your work, your worship, and your way. Break our hearts for your will. Help us, not grudgingly or of necessity, to give, but be cheerful in giving to you, the author and finish and sustainer of our church. In Jesus' name, amen. You may be seated. Real quickly, we're going into communion. You can reach down to the baskets next to you and grab. We're not talking the flask. If you need help, raise your hand. Praise Jesus. I want to pull out three powerful principles of Jesus Christ that are applicable to us as well. We're not talking. Just don't eat or drink, just hold it in your hand. You may open it up, but just hold it. Jesus leaves some powerful examples. That is, he focused during a fight in the night in which he was betrayed. He took bread and broke it and said, take eat. We have to learn, even in the midst of a fight, to stay focused on him. Can I get a witness? Fights going to come. I'm not talking about physical fights. I'm talking about spiritual fights. They're going to come. Every day we go through afflictions. Every day we go through challenges. Stay focused on who he is. The second thing he did was he exercised faith in the midst of fear. In the garden of Gethsemane, after they left the upper room, he said, I don't want to drink this bitter cup in this 100% man. I don't want to die. But nevertheless, not my will, but may thine will be done. We have to exercise faith in the midst of our fears. 
I'm afraid for my children, I'm afraid for my grandchildren, I'm afraid for this, I'm afraid for that. That's fine, but show faith in God. Lord, just like you kept me, keep them. Just like you saved me, save them. Just like you bought me, bring them. And then the third is that he finished his work in the midst of his fractures. They took him from judgment hall to judgment hall, spit on him, smacked him, led him to Golgotha Calvary. And his sixth word said, it is finished. He finished what God gave him to do. Reverend Green finished what God gave him to do. And you and I need to finish what God gives us to do. So let's take this flask. And the wafer is symbolic of his body. He gave his body for our salvation. Let's all partake of the flask. He died for our sins. Let's drink the grape juice, which is symbolic of his blood. Without the shedding of blood, there's no remission of sins. He gave his blood so that we may have a right to the tree of life. Stand on your feet. One Stop Shopping begins when? November 6th. We're going to be doing a lot of advertising, marketing. Turning in the neighbor, say, neighbor. neighbor. I see your faith. I see, faith. <laughs> I see your speech. I see, I see your diligence. I see your knowledge, but how's your giving? God bless you. You are dismissed. We love you. Have a great day. Jesus loves you, and I do too. Get a Lord a hand clap. Did you know you can give using your smartphone? The method is simple, safe, and speedy. To give using this method, search for the SMBC app in your iOS or Google Play Store and download. Then launch the app and click on the Give button. Or feel free to give through our website. Go to www.stmatthewsfbc.org, click Donation, and fill out the St. Matthew Secure Contribution and Payment Form. How was that? How was that?